on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Hi there, the student loan forgiveness plan was a second chance for many to put down a deposit or even a house and start a business. So what happens next for thousands of students who are struggling to make ends meet already? I'm Aaron Young, we're gonna find out. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Okay, so when the US Supreme Court struck down the Biden administration's student loan forgiveness plan, for many people it was a case of what next? Already dealing with higher living costs, a struggle to find a real good paying job as well. And while the president tries to find a way to help the younger generation, many of whom are likely to vote for him next year, the simple fact is this, the Secretary of Education in the United States does not have the authority to forgive $430 billion of student loans. That kills the president's proposed plan to forgive up to $10,000 in student loans per borrower as well. You don't need me to tell you that is a significant sum for a student or someone out of college who's trying to pay it all back, especially for those low income earners as well. For more, let's bring in independent journalist Andrew Hirschfeld, who's in New York for us as well. Uh, Andrew, talk to us about the case. Yeah, so this is a really interesting conversation, right? So the Supreme Court essentially struck down the Biden administration's uh, decision uh, to for, to forgive student loan debt up to a certain amount. So uh, 10000 for anyone who may, makes less uh, than $125,000 a year. If you received a Pell Grant, it was $20,000. Uh, the Republicans who have been against this from the beginning have said that the president, essentially, and the, the administration does not have the uh, authority to to do that, and the Supreme Court ruled uh, in in favor of uh, the Republicans and what Republicans were suggesting. Now, you've spoken to a number of students uh, as part of your role as an independent journalist about the impact that it has had for them. Talk to us about what this is doing to to students, to people who have come out of college who are trying to find a job. Uh, what's been the reaction? Yeah, well, there's a variety of different circumstances. Uh, that consumers have faced throughout this country. Uh, I talked to people who put a, who, because they didn't have these payments to, to deal with anymore, they put a down payment on a home or they paid off a car or paid down other loans, medical loans, uh, even continued paying down some of their student, uh, the remaining parts of their student loans, for example. Uh, so it was this money was going and it was stimulating the the rest of the economy essentially kind of a downward stream here. Yeah, which is obviously going to have a big impact for for many students as well. Um, how were they using the money before the ruling? Because we talk about they were doing things like trying to start a business. They were doing things like trying to put a deposit on a home. Why couldn't this have all been done? Anyway, is it really that tight for so many people? Absolutely. Uh, the, it, it, it's, it's very tight. There's not a county in this country where somebody can rent a one-bedroom apartment on a minimum wage uh, salary right now. Uh, and that's just, the, that's just the fact of the matter. So if you have all of this money going into paying off student loans, especially with the predatory interest rates, uh, that are generally seen across the board, uh, it puts your life on hold in a lot of ways.
Yeah, very much so. So the impact on the US economy now that that money is taken out of the economy, um, when should we start to see that? Or will it be gradual? Has it already happened? Because obviously, on the one hand, you've got the Fed Reserve wanting to see a cooling down of the US economy because of that inflation, which has been out of control over the past year. But on the other side, um, there's a lot of businesses reliant, as we talk about, on more money being in the economy. So what's the likely impact of billions of dollars, essentially, not uh, uh, that was being used in other ways now essentially having to be paid back to the government? Well, let's take a step back to September of last year. Uh, consumer spending went up. This was immediately after the month after the Biden administration first announced this plan. So it's safe to assume that in this time around, we're going to see the inverse happen, that there is going to be less spending because People see that they don't have the same flexibility with their income that they did uh, that they did at that point when they thought that hey I don't have uh, the same amount of student loans uh, to to pay off. Yeah, so talk to us about uh, the politics of this. So there have been a lot of questions. You mentioned Republicans who asked whether the US can actually afford to give, to forgive student loans. On the one hand, over the past few weeks, there's been a conversation and a bit of a battle, obviously, to increase the US debt ceiling. On the other hand, the Biden administration saying we want to be able to forgive $430 billion of student loans to help the economy and to help young people as well. It's obviously divided on party lines here, here too. Um, but talk to us a bit about the politics. Yeah, so Republicans have pushed back on all kinds of measures that the president has put in place. Uh, the previous administration uh, banked on putting more conservative-leaning uh, judges on the bench, and these are kind of the uh, this is the repercussions of of those decisions is, is rolling back some of these calls um, and the politics, and th that plays into the politics of this, of course. Uh, but to move forward, the Biden administration is looking for alternative measures to go through this. But one of the concerns, though, and I've, I've I talked to some people throughout the reporting of this process, um, is that there seems to be, in terms of the Paycheck Protection um, Program, those loans, some Republicans are okay with those, but not with student loans. And, and, and that seems like they're very similar. They're very similar conversations. They're very similar problems. Uh, but one seems to be outweighing the other in, in their yeah. lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we're talking about 20 million Americans impacted by this, right? And when this was announced by Pre mm -hmm. President Biden back in August last year, so about a year ago, there was an immediate impact that we saw in the US economy, particularly when it came to new homes and new car sales. And a lot of economists have been spending the past year going, interest rates are going up, yet inflation has been stuck. It's come down a little bit, but nowhere near what they've wanted. Is it fair to say that the student loan program actually was going against what the Fed Reserve wanted, which was it was artificially keeping the economy high because all of a sudden about, what, $110 billion flowed into the economy at a time when they're trying to deal with higher inflation? Uh, I mean, there, there's a there's something to be said there, sure, but you have to look at the all of the different factors in play with the situation um, that that led us here. Uh, you, we have the pandemic, and we have all of those different supply. We have the supply chain issues that came with that, uh, the stagnation of consumer spending, all the way to that huge burst of it. Uh, so the economy is really just kind of 
moving in one direction and and thrown hard into the other direction. Uh, and whether student loan, the student loan program was a part of that or not, there would still be uh, an issue. So I don't think it's necessarily a fair assessment. Plus, this is, uh, as you know, you're a global network. This is a global issue. The Bank of Japan, uh, the European Central Bank have all dealt with similar problems. Uh, so it's, it's, well, it was an easy way to help out, right? Um, because there's a lot of people who are, have been really struggling during COVID, post COVID, trying to get a job. You know, things are getting pretty tough out there as well. Um, but we've also seen a lot of students who've been able to find the money to go traveling too. So maybe some of that cash has gone there as well. Uh, for President Biden, though, do you think this will be an election issue next year, given we say that a lot of college students are quite often Democrat voters? Uh, absolutely. It will definitely be uh will definitely help the president in his re-election uh bid but i will say in terms uh and something something that i found in this in the process of this reporting is is just how many people kept paying their student loans and throughout the pause and still have um oh more than they borrowed so there is a big part of that that's beyond this bigger supreme court ruling which is about this predatory loan issue. Um, and if the president can factor that into his message, that, that could be a winning uh, topic for him. Yeah. All right. We are talking with Andy Hirschfeld, independent journalist. When we come back, we're going to look at some other parts of the economy, particularly the jobs report, some surprising news. Do stay with us. 